yes sir, 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 yes sir. If these people only knew how this fucking podcast just started, I quit this silly shit. What happened? Jesus, I'm done. What happened? I quit this silly goofy ass shit. Me and Dylan, bro. It's about to be all nails from here on out. Why? What happened? Fuck this shit. What happened? Hurry up. Do the rest of your intro, Jet. Oh, all right. Y'all are on, and this is Balls. A sports podcast. Yes, welcome to Balls Sports Podcast. It's the podcast with balls about balls. We are your hosts. I'm Buddha. It's your boy Dylan, Dylan, Dylan Drip. Yo, it's your boy Nels, aka Big Facts in the place to be. AKA annoying ass Jit. Okay, fucking. Okay, what happened, bro? Why are you trying to tell me what went wrong? Episode 116. All right, man. I can't wait to call this episode fucked up. You fucked up. You fucked up, Jit. Nah, bro. I'm here, cuz. Call the episode one mic. Ain't it? Wow. (laughs) Tried me. Jit got got a broke-ass mic. Jit bought his mic at Walmart. All I need is one mic. Actually, this mic is a relic. That was the original mic that we used for this show. A so, look like a relic, Jit. What actually, I, said, I don't. I look younger than you, Buddha. That's not true, actually. Run it. That's fine. Run it. I got a baby face. All right. No fuck. Okay. Let me shave my bro, beard, you bro. You grow hair, bro. Let me shave my beard, and it's a different. No, ballgame. bro. Nah, you can't do no and natural you mean? Not just because like, you can't grow a beard. Grow, you can't tell me I can't shave mine. The fuck. Nah, bro. That's that's the whole point, bro. That's the point of being baby faced. That's is dumb. that you don't grow hair. No. And if you're naturally baby faced, you don't have to shave anything. You actually do grow facial hair. You just can't grow a beard. So stupid ass. Actually, I cannot grow any kind of. It's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Because you ain't got no beard, because you ain't got no facial hair, you ain't got a mustache. Oh man, I got no friends. (laughs) Oh shit. Hey, y'all boys, y'all boys' week was good though, man. Y'all ready for this Thanksgiving grub? Y'all boys about to be on? Yes, sir. About to make that trip over to Tampa tomorrow. I ain't making no trip. We flying out. We flying out tomorrow morning to Charlotte, North Carolina. We're gonna be with our peoples. Hey, yes, sir. I'm gonna be at the crib eating cereal. Yes, sir. (laughs) Hey, anybody who listened to the show, if you live in South Florida, hit Dylan up. Let him please. slide to the crib. Mac and cheese. Bro, meat. why don't you just hit up Fitz, bro? Mac and cheese. Oh, meat, yeah, please. hit up Fitz. I ain't trying to hit drive all the way to Holly Bunfuck. But the I ain't, foot, to, I ain't trying to drive all the way to Holly, Holly Bunfuck nowhere. Like, I don't live in Boynton Beach, Florida. Bro, but the food is so good, good, though, bro. bro. Yeah, the yeah, food dude. is phenomenal. They down, family. Mm-hmm. It's too far for me. Bro, you wild, bro. That shit far. You bugging for real, for real. That shit far. Yeah, you wild, wild. You gonna you can't, I, can't, good, I can't wait till you see videos and you're gonna be like I'm not gonna see videos. I don't have IG. Shut up, Jet. You, you don't have IG. I deleted it. No, you didn't. I deleted it today. No, you no, I, you did bro, not. Bro, you I did just saw not. you post something yesterday. That's not me. And how can so he just said he then? deleted it today now? So I have represented. Oh, self serve. But no, you didn't, bro. I'm on your page right now. I have because I could delete the app and my profile still there. I just said I deleted oh, my you said, account. Bro, you said you don't have an IG. You do have an IG. I don't have IG. Re- the app. The app. The application. 
Buddha just want to argue with everybody today. No, shut your in ass up. In the words of Ruben, your reading comprehension skills. <laughs> Wait, what happened in the words of who? Ruben. <laughs> oh, shout out to Ruben, by the way. Shout out to the Cowboys. That got oh, Jesus. All right, let's <laughs> hold up. All right. So are we just going to get right into the NFL then? Let's just start yes, talking. Let's do it. Sir. Let's do it. Let's talk about some goddamn football guy now. You, nice. you mean the Lamar Football Association? The LFL. The LFL, bitch. All right. So, um, I like the that. Lamar Football League. The NFL has released their uh, their their, their list uh, of the semifinalists for the Hall of Fame because they're getting close to that time of year. Um, it's down to the top twenty-five. I'm not sure how many they're taking in this year. It's more than normal since it's the hundredth season. So maybe half of these are a little bit less. Um, but let me just read these names real quick. Uh, the 25 names are Bryant Young, Darren Woodson, Patrick Willis, Reggie Wayne, Ricky Waters, Heinz Ward, Zach Thomas, Fred Taylor, Steve Trasker, Richard Seymour, Simeon Rice, Troy Polamalu, Sam Mills, Clay Matthews, John Lynch, Edger and James, Steve Hutchinson, Tory Holt, Alan Feneca, uh, Leroy Butler, Isaac Bruce, Tony Baselli, Rondé Barber, Carl Banks, and Steve Atwater. I don't know what the hell you were just saying. What is all this for? Those were the semifinalists for the Hall of Fame for this year. Oh, Pat Willis and that. I like, I like this list a lot, bro. I'm yes. not going to lie to you. Yes, there are some very good names. Oh, Feneca got to be in that hole, too. On size, my nigga, Feneca. Palomalu got to be in there. Oh, Palomalu got to get up in there so he can come back to life. How many do they usually take? They take 10, they right? Usually, no, they usually take like seven. Really? P- yeah, because you know they only do like, it's like a certain amount of players plus you get like, uh, they throw like a, a, a hall of, uh, a, a coach a or coach, something. And then like a media personality and stuff like that. So usually like the class is 10, but I think it's only like seven players usually. So who do you, who do you got as your like seven? Okay, if I'm going seven, even though I think they'll take more, I'm putting in Gonzalez. Ain't Tony Gonzalez? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said Tony Gonzalez's name, right? No, no, uh, not yet. I don't think he's qualified yet. Oh no! Didn't Tony Gonzalez already go in? No, he didn't go in. Yeah, I think he's in, isn't it? Yeah, yeah he's, he's in. in I he believe. Went, yeah, he went last year. Yeah. Um, I'm putting Tory Holt in. You gotta put Aaron James in there. I'm bit. putting Edron James in. Isaac Bruce. I'm putting Hans Ward. Isaac Bruce. I'm putting Reggie Wayne. Hans Ward. Top size Hines Hines Ward. Ward. Shit, the whole Ram, the whole Rams offense could go in that motherfucker. Tory Holt could slide in that bitch too. I'm putting John Lynch in there. Oh yeah, easily John Lynch. Fenneca. Mm. Richard Seymour. Mm. All right, let me. Richard go Seymour. Go ahead. Richard I'm gonna let Seymour, you, I'm gonna yeah. you go. I'm gonna let yeah, you go. Yeah, Richard Seymour. I'm gonna pick you one from each. I want Edder and James. I need Isaac Bruce. I need Fenneca. I need Richard Seymour. I'm sorry. Why is Clay Matthews on here? Isn't he still playing? It's, it's no, his, that's dad, his dad. His dad. That's his dad. Oh, no. Nah, watch out. Zach Thomas. <laughs> he said, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Thomas and. Said, watch out. Fuck you, thought this And Troy Palomalu. For, for, for one for each position. Shit, All right. Darren Woodson, though? Shit. So they got some safeties I'm in that big. All them safeties might need to make it. All right. So this this one's going to be kind of difficult <clears throat> for me because, like, I like a lot of these guys. 
Um, but I'm definitely gonna do Bruce and Holt. I feel like they should go together. You feel me? They made bro. I swear, if they weren't together for their whole career, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be who they yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> I got Bruce and Holt. Um, Reggie could wait another. Actually, Reggie and Wayne, Reggie and Hans work and go together next year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna put Troy Palomalu. Yes, sir. You yeah, you see all these t- these safeties though, Kaiser. I'm gonna do Rondé Barber and John Lynch. True. Not Winston. No Dare. Where did they, who I'm, I'm still, I'm for? still, I'm still going. I'm still, I, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get my life together. Darren Woodson, um, Darren Woodson played for the uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Fred Taylor, he's got to. Fred Taylor mm-hmm. to me was always first ballot Hall of Famer, so I'm gonna have him on there. That gives me even, six I didn't already. Even see Fred Taylor right there. Um, Zach T, bro, you gotta have Zach T in there, bro. Yeah, probably Zach Taylor to wrap it up. They might move it to nine so they can get a couple of... uh, I think the linemen got to get in, too. I think Baselli, I think Baselli, Fenneca, or Hutchinson, they got to get on. One of them got to get on. They got to get on. I think it's going to be Fenneca. This might be a thick class. They might push that bit up to 10. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they got they're, some they're niggas. They're going to because, so, it, because it's the 100th so NFL season. Oh, you might as well have 10. And, and they're backlogged, so that's, that's why they're, you they're, might they're as going well to have 10 because it's the 100th season and shit. All I know is next year, I know who's going in as a first ballot Hall of Famer. My boy C. Wood, Charles Woodson. Oh, yeah. He's that's there. guaranteed. Shit. Yeah, I like that. They might as well throw Gronk in that motherfucker while they at it, fit. Five years. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah Gronk can't years. get in. Right, that's for his ballot. The minute that fifth year comes yeah, in, absolutely. that nigga in there. Absolutely. Speaking speaking of Gronk, did y'all hear what he said on TV about um, Brady and them? What did he say? He said that the one thing he doesn't miss is like the negative, like the negative attitude of Tom Brady on that team. He's oh, yeah, like, easily. yo, he's easily. like, yo, we're he's like we're nine and one. Like, sit back and enjoy it, bro. And he's got like all this negative stuff to say about where the team could be better. He's like, we're nine and one. Like, but Gronk, come on now. But then you got to look at it I, like, you got to look at that kind of statement. Like, it's coming from Rob Gronkowski, Mister Play, Play, Play. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, I think he, I think he says it all in jest. Like, you feel know I me? Mean? Like, Mr. but the thing is, it's like you're dealing with Tom Brady, who's used to winning, bro. Like. For y'all to win a Super Bowl, he gotta be in y'all ass like that because yeah. teams will get complacent. And the thing is, he, and he's right, like bro, like if we're not playing right and we skate out with a win because we're a great team, then shit, that's not enough. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like when you get to a certain level of success, just winning isn't enough. You gotta play to your standard. You feel me? You can't just win a game. You gotta play to your standard. So it's like you can't expect just because y'all win a game. For everybody to be happy, happy, happy. You've been winning. That's already a standard for y'all to win. So yeah, I, I agree. I agree with what you're new, saying. You got to sure. set a new standard. It can't be about just winning anymore. It got to be about how you win, how you guys play when you win. And Grunk playful. As I part. agree. Of course you don't. Of course he ain't gonna like it. Of course he, that nigga. Wait. That's the last person that's gonna enjoy anybody yelling at him. Grunk, come on, that's a playful ass person. And I've seen that. I watched Josh McDaniels have a conversation with Tom Brady mid game. And Tom Brady gave him this little sassy ass answer, and then he goes like, "All right, no problem." And he goes and talks to James White. Like that means you could tell. Like Josh McDaniels is like, "Hey, you got to do this." He's like, "Well, if you go talk to that motherfucker and make him run his route right, then maybe I can throw him the fucking ball." Mm-hmm. So he's like, "You could tell Tom Brady is that kind of person when it, that, that 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 Chris Paul esque kind of leadership to where it's like it's good, but it's annoying at times." Charge. I can see that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, 
Uh, that was that was uh, something that caught my attention. I was like, dang, he did that on national TV. That's how you know he ain't coming back for real. He off the team, but oh yeah, easily. Once you start talking off about the team, team, ain't no coming bike, boy. Period. Facts. Um, yes, sir. Hey, and Max Kellerman, fuck you. Wait, uh, what? Cause this man's still talking about Tom Brady like he's crazy. <laughs> I, I mean, know. he can. I'm getting tired of that, man. And Stephen A, I don't respect you no more. Because yes. you just went on, you went on its first take again. Again. And what? And still yeah. was like, bro, this man went on first take and brought his first witness in his Kaepernick he, case. He tripled down, basically. He brought in his first witness, Hugh Jackson. Mm. God. Yo, oh, yeah, I saw, I saw so that. Because then Max was like asking Hugh questions. And, and Hugh was just dancing bro, around the whole he thing. He danced so hard. Bro. He's like, he's like, I see how you could see it like that. But I, I just don't see it like that. And then Max was like, explain how you see it. Explain how you see it. He's like, I just don't see it. I just don't see it that way. So, okay. Like, right, yeah. you trash. Like, bro, Max Kellerman gained a lot of respect for me in that interview. The angle yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, bro, Hugh, Hugh was showing you, like, I'm, I still need a job. Facts. And I still want Big. He's like, he, you could tell you, Hugh Jackson showed you he is sucking the NFL's dick. Oh, easily. To the T. Like, because he was not letting Max Kellerman size the NFL for nothing. Like, even when Max really killed him, he's like, Doesn't, don't you think that it seems like the NFL did it for this? He's like, I mean, that's a way to look at it, but I think there's other ways. And he did not explain yeah, the other Yeah, he said, what way. are other ways? He's like, I, I just don't think yeah, it's that. I just don't think like, yeah, like, come on, bro. <laughs> and then you sit there, and I'm sitting here thinking, like, okay. And then you get, you get Stephen A, who instead of like that, and Stephen A just kept making it about Colin Kaepernick. He kept making it about Colin Kaepernick's team and... Mm-hmm. He's like you didn't get any. He's like you didn't get any um, idea that they weren't gonna do the, the workout prior. So that up up until your knowledge, from what the Kaepernick team was saying, up until when they said they weren't gonna do it anymore, you thought they were gonna do it, right? Oh, he just kept tagging. I'm like, bro, what is the what are you getting at here? And you know, like, you know, it came out today that uh, Colin Kaepernick was only only given two hours to accept the workout. Come on, bro. When they but the thing tools, is, they we're gave, not, they we're gave not, him two yeah. hours to accept. And the like, thing is, the and fuck? that's the thing that killed me with Stephen A. is that he wasn't making. He was making everything about Colin Kaepernick's and his team's decision making. He's not making it about the stuff that they were getting put in front of and mm. in, the, in, the, in the hurdles they was put in front of. Because in, to his aspect, he went real general with it. And he feels like, you already know that they're going to put you behind the eight ball. Shut the fuck up. Because if, if, if ESPN were to sit there and start putting you behind the eight ball, Stephen A., you ain't having that shit. So why do you want true. the next nigga to have that shit if you know you wouldn't put up with that shit? That's definitely facts. Come on, bro. You're a I mean, the That's thing the thing about it is, is you got to realize he didn't expect all this backlash either. He, um, he thought well, that he would have had he, some kind of support. You know how much backlash he get? I, I DM'd that man. <laughs> I DM'd Stephen A. I let his ass have it. I don't even care that he not finna look at it. Watch it. But I feel like him being a human being, you're gonna look at it. Yeah. You're not gonna like eventually. You're gonna he look not gonna at respond, that. but he gonna see you it. Gonna, you gonna see it. Eventually, I'm gonna see that you saw my message. Or you saw it at least coming up on your shit because it's going to pull up on your notifications and yeah. you're going to see the la- the first nice little parts of it of me unloading on your shit. I don't care. You don't got to read it, but I just want to be one of the people to add on to the shit that you deserve to get. There's a reason Terrell Owens texted you in the middle of you having a show mm-hmm. because you were saying dumb shit. And there's a reason Terrell Owens said, so why are the people coming at you out of the, out of the blue? They just coming at you yeah, out of the blue? All these people just coming out of the blue? Out of the blue? Or did you actually say some out-of-pocket shit that don't make no goddamn sense? Or it actually makes sense but are you saying some shit as a black man that makes another black man look really bad? That's the thing he don't understand. It's like, yeah, who, nobody cares. Like, you, 
What was the thing we were saying? Who said who said this? It's not one of those what have you done for me? It's what have you done for me lately type of things. Mm-hmm. That's what the world we live in. And who gives a damn what you did for me last week or the week before? Right. What are you doing for me right now? And right now, Stephen A is showing some that he is somebody that's not supporting Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Because now you don't have two shows, two, three, four shows straight where you're you're just defending yourself. You're not even trying to look out for him anymore. You're just defending your point now. Right. So you had Steve, you had freaking Hugh Jackson on there and you just legit just it's like I legit thought I was watching a, a court proceeding. Like I'm like, bro, are you are you a lawyer asking your witness questions? Yeah, at this point he can't convince me otherwise. Yeah, so. like that's pretty much what you're doing. So yeah, you lost respect. Max Kellerman, keep doing power to the people. Keep doing what you're doing, but stop talking about Tom Brady. So yeah, because Aaron um, Rodgers threw I like mean, 37 yards. <laughs> I think that anyway. what it boils down what it boils down to for Stephen A is he made a point from a perspective. And he's missing the bigger picture. Yes. He keeps punching in his perspective. And the thing is, is like, again, uh, for what we said last show, like, we get what you're saying. What we're saying is, is that you're not using your platform effectively to help out this guy. Exactly. We get what you're saying. And to a certain extent, what you're saying, it makes sense. Like, if you're going for a job interview, yeah, maybe that's not the best it's not the best. I mean, from his perspective, for for what he's talking about, I mean, I disagree Some with it, it, but it's it's sensible. I mean, he's he's the pretty much part, saying like it, it becomes sense. The only thing I feel like he said that was sensible was the was the stuff that Kaepernick did at his but own I'm not, workout. But I'm not talking about the specifics. No, I'm just of saying. What he's saying. I'm, I'm talking saying, about the. Gi- but I feel like we have to in that case because it's like because the thing is it's, shit like that is like that because the thing is if you just say like you were making sense. Then it makes it it makes it seem as if like your overall like comment that you were saying was making sense because it's like I feel like parts of what he was saying was making sense. I feel like the only place that Colin Kaepernick hurt himself at was in the small stuff like you wore this specific T-shirt, you spoke, you made a little speech that called out the NFL. I feel like those are the only things that Colin Kaepernick did that hurt Colin what Kaepernick. His, what his whole general thing was is he was saying that. He didn't do anything to help him get on a team. He was like, if he really want to get on a team, he's going to do whatever he's got to do to keep or get that job. So, oh, like, in okay. essence, what so it's saying is, what he, well, yeah, that's what he, that's what, right, that's essentially what he's saying, which, I mean, if, if anything, no it sense. just honestly, it shows what he might be doing for ESPN. Exactly. But he you know like what I'm saying? Because he is such a loud you voice. Feel me? Makes it seem like, as for as example, nobody can check him. I don't know. I don't know if you know about this, but he has like a girlfriend that works for Fox News. And there's been this thing going around that there's like two or three black people that work for Fox News. And they're like, they don't even think like these people believe half the things that they're saying in support for Trump. They're just doing it because they know it's going to make them cash. Like, oh, a black person that's going to talk in support for Trump on Fox News? All right, bet. Like, there you go. Here's the check. So like, although they might be one way at the crib, they're going to be one way on the station. And, like, I don't think that's one of those times. Like, I think what, what Stephen A is missing is that we get what you're saying, bro. We hear you. We're not that ignorant. We know you're yeah, black. You're cool. Stupid. Like, we get it. Yeah. But like, the bottom line shit. here is, the bottom line here is, is you got to realize that there is a really strong chance that maybe Kaepernick is like, I'm not going to do what you did or what you think I should do. Like, yeah. I don't want to have to sell myself. lower myself oh, or sell, sell myself my to get on. Like... I got to do it the proper way that everybody else would do it. 
Period. Like, so you got to ask yourself the question, like, if he never would have kneeled, like, you don't think Colin Kaepernick would have had a job? Do you think Garoppolo would have been at the 49ers right now? Maybe not. No. He would not. There's a really good chance he probably wouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. Even if he didn't pick up the player option, you think the 49ers probably would have thrown that extra bag at him? Maybe. We don't know. There's ifs. There's like, of course, the what ifs, but there's no denying that he's a talented player. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the bottom line here is, is he knows. I'm pretty positive that Kaepernick knows if he would have just followed all the rules, if he would have just done the things he needed to do, it might have helped him get on with like one or two teams. But yeah. he don't want to do that have, because he then to sell his soul to do it and his rights. His whole, but 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 not only rights. that, forget forget the rights, forget the soul for for like two seconds. The bottom line is, is his message no longer has legs. Exactly. So you pretty much did nothing. You, you did all this for no reason. If you're gonna get, if you're gonna exactly. settle out of court, get paid, and then just to sell your rights away. Then it yeah. was like, what the fuck would you fighting for rights yeah. for if you was gonna sell them away to the NFL anyways? And it's like, I agree, that's I agree one hundred. And, and that's what Stephen A. don't understand. It's like, yes, the that's man said he wants a job. Yes, we get it. Yes, he wants the job. No shit, he's been wanting a job. But at the end of the day, he wants a fair job, and he wants a job where his rights are just the same as everybody else. He's fighting for exactly for inequality, that's- and you want him to go into the NFL. With inequality compared to every other NFL player, just because of what he went through in the past, what he was never in the wrong in the first place, and it's like Stephen A. of all people. That's what, and that's what Stephen A. don't understand. It's like you, as a black man, shouldn't be telling another black man to sell his soul. Yeah. And that, and that's what it is. That's that's literally what it is. Point blank, like we literally, that's the issue right there. Mm-hmm. We don't need, we don't even need to expound on that anymore. Yep. Like that is the that's issue it. right there. All right. Well. Let's keep it rolling then. We'll get into the recap from last week. I don't want to get into no recap. Let's talk about some other sounds. All right. Well, we're going to get through this pretty quickly uh, so we can move on. Uh, Thursday night football, the Texans beat the Colts uh, 20 to 17. Um, Boy, D-Hot went crazy. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins went off. Which is good because he's been quiet for a little bit now, so he needed that game. Um, moving on to Sunday, the Buccaneers beat the Falcons, thirty-five. Oh, hold 22. on. Oh, Speaking of on. that, people saying that um, they don't feel um, the Colts are gonna get anywhere with freaking Jacoby Brissett, and I'm like, yeah, that's dumb. What? <clears throat> I mean, it's. What? I think it's just because I think it's just because of Jacoby Brissett's playing style, which I'm, I'm gonna get into a little later. He's definitely from that Brady tree, but we're gonna talk about that in a second. Like. Let's let's get through the recap. Let's get through the recap because I I I have a theory as to why people are shitting on Brissett. We'll talk okay. about it in a second. Okay. Um. So the Buccaneers beat the Falcons 35-22. Uh, Jameis Winston, his very first throw of the game, threw his 19th interception. He now has 20 interceptions on the season, 22 touchdowns. God damn. Um. Yeah. Boy, like an eight-year-old playing man. Yep. Uh, um. The Bills beat the Broncos 20 to three. The Bears uh, beat the Giants 1914. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the Steelers beat the Bengals 16 to 10, just barely. They benched Mason Rudolph um, in favor of their uh, undrafted rookie. Uh, Pitch. They call him Duck. Hodge, Duck Hodges. Rookie. Uh, his name's Delvin. Dang, Hodges. you sat down. You pretty much got benched for a dude named Duck. Yeah, Whoa. and technically he was their fourth stringer because, remember, they traded their third string to uh, right. Jacksonville. Um, they probably feel crunchy for that now. Yep. 
So, and he will be starting this weekend. So Mason Rudolph will not be getting the start this weekend. Um, really? They made, really. he made the, de- oh yeah, he Tyler made the decision, made decision on Monday. Yep. <clears throat> and he doubled wow. down on it today when he was talking. He was like, that boy about to throw he's, like he's giving us our best chance. That boy about so. to throw about three, four picks next week. Yep. Uh, oh, it's the it's the rematch game against the Browns this week. Didn't they so, beat him the first time? No, the Browns won the first time. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's when the whole Miles Garrett fight happened. Oh, my happened gosh. A couple weeks ago. Oh, but he ain't there yeah. now. So that's nah, but that defense was still eating, though. Um, the Saints beat the Panthers 34-31 off of a missed uh, field goal from the Panthers kicker, Sly, um, mm. if that's how you pronounce it, but... Yeah, so the Saints uh, snuck away with the win on that one. Mm, 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 the Jets murdered the Raiders 34-3. That shit um, was crazy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, that game was all out of whack. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a combination, not a, not to say as an excuse, but the weather definitely played a factor into it. It was cold. It was rainy. Um, you know, making that flight from California, playing an early game, that's always kind of tough on a traveling team. Plus, the Raiders just... Aren't the type of team that's built to come back? Nope. Right now, especially if it's you know a multiple possession comeback. Um, right, right. Which is why, which is why John Gruden pulled Derek Carr halfway through the third quarter, um, and he pulled Jacobs and you know any any essential people. He pulled them out the game because it wasn't worth you know them getting injured. And someone ended up getting injured. Hunter Renfro, our rookie, who's made some pretty clutch catches throughout the year. He suffered a broken rib and a punctured lung, so he's going to miss some time. Um, so, yeah. Uh, rough for the Raiders. Pushed us out of the uh, the playoffs for the moment. We're still in the hunt, but now we got some work to do. Uh, the Seahawks beat the Eagles 17-9. to uh, The Eagles' offense really couldn't get going, but that's not you know hard to figure considering everybody was out for that team. No Jordan Howard, no Alshon Jeffrey, no Nelson Aguilar, no what's the other receiver they got? Deshaun Jackson. They they really had no none of their offense. They ain't got people. nobody. Carson bro. Carson was throwing to people he's literally never thrown to that game. Um, so it's, that that's not too much of a shock. Uh, the Redskins picked up uh, their first win with uh, well not the Redskins' first win but Dwayne Haskins' first win. Um, against the Lions, 19-16. to Dwayne Haskins was not on the field in the victory formation because he was taking a selfie with a fan, uh, which has had a lot of people upset. Uh, former players are upset. Um, the fuck? Mind your business. Well, they think he in that moment he should have been professional and finished the game before you go take a the selfie. The game over! He still... It no, don't matter. My coach, done. but the thing is... You can't. If my coach wants to put somebody else out there, then I could. That's not what the coach wanted to do. The, the coach they were looking him for him. There? They were looking for him. Oh, they, did y'all yell at him? Did he get in trouble? I'm sure that that happened behind <laughs> the scenes. It's victory formation. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I feel that no, professionalism feel shit is cute, but we OD that shit. A victory formation means I won. The fuck, I need to go out there for it. If I won the game, the game is won. That's why we about to go into that formation. You could throw in a fucking backup and put him in there to do the victory formation. But me taking this up, I'm a rookie. That's taking a bro. Let them rookies live, bro. Niggas want. I feel you. Dudes that been in the league fifteen hundred years want dudes that just got here and have this culture shock to be these. Oh, you know, well, we just here. Blah, 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 blah. No, bro. Well, let that I, man enjoy his I first guess, win as a quarterback. I guess bro. From, like, away the from fuck? the away from the professional aspect of it. I guess from what he was saying, he thought the game was over because there was only two seconds left. He thought the game was done. That's why he went and did it. Game done. 
Because, like, as a rookie, I feel like that's your very first opportunity to get in victory formation. That's the best formation in the NFL. Fuck victory formation. I could, I could watch, I'd never liked the victory formation, to be honest. I could win no, a game. No, I know. I'm just saying. So from like, the, in me, that standpoint, it's like, all right, you got this shit clinched. Like, this, yeah, is, this is it. I feel you, but I got it clinched. But the thing is, me being like, I ain't, uh, we won. Victory formation don't need to don't, don't need to tell me we won. That two seconds left on the clock is all I need to know we won. Fuck, that was my first win. The man excited. The man hyped. She expect that man Fuck niggas crying because the man didn't get in victory formation. That's how you know people, or oh, oh, people that ain't even in the league no more, don't got nothing else to do. You about to go complain about it, how a guy didn't get in his victory formation. <laughs> what? Bro, go make some eggs. Uh, go make some eggs. Um, <laughs> go make some the, fucking eggs. The Titans beat the Jaguars 42 to 20. Um, yeah, Tannehill probably had the best game of his career. Um, Actually, it was the second best game of his career. But I just wanted to say, I mean, I've been telling y'all that Ryan Tannehill wasn't that bad of a quarterback. Everybody wanted to laugh at me and say whatever. But now he's on the system with Vrabel, who knows how to build that system around the kind of tools that he has. I'm not going to say he's this super this super elite quarterback, but he, I think he's an effective quarterback that can get the job done. So I just wanted to. I said he was better than Mariota. I'm going to say this. Um, he's found success in Tennessee. He's four and one as a starter, and as of right now, he has I think either the second or third highest QB rating. Even though it's not a QBR, but the QB rating still matters because if it matters when Jackson goes perfect three or four games out the season, then it should matter for Ryan Tannehill too. Um, he's at one fourteen point nine right now, which puts him ahead of Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, and Drew Brees. Yeah, but they played the whole year. <clears throat> I mean, I feel you, but this is the same. This is the same quarterback that we were talking about being trash. Like we took everything away from him when he did have a good game. So I don't think people should take away from him. I mean, we took we didn't take anything away from him when he had a bad game with the Dolphins. So I don't think we should take away anything from him when he has a series of good games and has the Titans competitive. No, I feel you. I mean, he he played a good game. I just I can't really compare him to those other quarterbacks. Great QBOs, just because he didn't play the amount of games. Like that's just. I don't know. I feel you. I'm just saying I I think he, he needs his just do because this was the same dude that everybody was saying don't even need to be in the league. He trashed. So Yeah. I mean I'm willing so. to look to see like what the QBRs are for the last five games because that, that's how many he's played. And then we can be like, okay, bet. You know, but if we're talking whole season It's like he's pretty much saying it's like if you go on mad and you see somebody leads in rating, but they only have like, I, yeah, I, I get I get what I get what y'all are saying. I'm not disagreeing with that. All I was saying was shout out to Tannehill because a lot of people was shocking him up as trash. Yeah. And even when he got traded to the Titans, everybody was like, oh, this is what it is. I don't think he's trash. I don't think he's great, yeah. but I think he's good. Man, fuck Tannehill. I think he's boo-boo. I don't think so. I feel like if he would have been drafted by another team other than the Dolphins, what would, what would, what would we, wouldn't what would be, we wouldn't be talking trash about him the same way. Personally, we'd be talking trash to him the same way we talk trash about like Alex Smith, yes, Philip Rivers. Uh, yes, I don't, I don't talk, I don't I talk trash Alex about Smith those guys. I talk yeah. trash about, I talk trash about Philip Rivers. I don't talk trash about Alex Smith. I mean, I feel like he'd get, I feel like he'd get the same, I feel like he'd get the same heat that those guys get. Like those guys aren't guys that are trash, but yeah. you're not fired. And he's not clutch. And like, not he's clutch. proven he's not clutch. Um, but he's, you know, he's not the worst quarterback. Yeah, for sure. Like, he's definitely doing not. what he needs to do. He should definitely, he can, Ryan Tannehill should be able to start 
on one of 32 teams. Yeah, but I'm not going to like sit here and metaphorically, you know, suck his dick about the shit. And like, he's having a very and he not saying and he's officially better than Marcus Mariota. He's officially better than Marcus Mariota for what it's worth. Or maybe Marcus Mariota just not on the team that can work for him with the coach that works for him because the thing is yeah. Marcus Mariota being in my opinion when he was in college a Lamar-esque type of player there's no reason why he shouldn't be successful in the well, league if you put him around the As right we've seen and we'll, and we'll talk about in just a couple minutes here, it's it's proven to where if you build a system around your quarterback, you know, there's good results that can happen. Yeah, you so, should just build the system well, around yeah. that quarterback. Guys, every quarterback in the league is a system quarterback. So if you have the patience to build around your quarterback, your team will be successful. Yeah. Absolutely. Period. Um, all right, so moving right along, the Patriots beat the Cowboys 13-9. to um, one thing I do want to say, and this is very rare coming from me because I usually don't compliment the Patriots, um, but I can't I can't even hate the New England Patriot defense. This serious boy has <clears throat> averaged 0.81 touchdowns per game, which means they're averaging less than a touchdown per game. Mind you, they gave up four touchdowns to the Ravens. Mm-hmm. And still average point. And still averaging less than a touchdown a game. That's what I'm well, to. since we're talking That's about... awesome. Mm-hmm. So I got to give them their flowers Sorry. on that. <clears throat> that is awesome. Though. So while we're talking about the Patriots, I wanted to talk about Stephon Gilmore. And um, he held Amari Cooper to his first game without a catch for the first time Ooh, as a Cowboy. And I know, I know people love talking about the um, the, the defensive system of the Patriots and blah, blah, blah. I just next. wanted to make a note. And not only did I confirm this, but I've seen this also in the stat book because I really did pay attention. I was wrong a little bit. I thought that he didn't guard him for three of his routes, um, but it was actually four of his routes. So for the 30 routes that um, Amari Cooper ran... Gilmore was on him for 26 of those. The four that he wasn't on him, Gilmore, I don't think, was on the field for two of them. And Gilmore got a pick. Yo. So he had more catches in the game than Cooper did. Bro, you were, you remember when Dylan used to, <laughs> used to talk so much trash about stuff on Gilmore? Remember that oh, shit? Because he, he came to my shit, it was trash. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> That's the thing, you came to my that. shit, it was booty. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, fam? <laughs> <laughs> bro, this is not what you was. That's not what we that. gave you all this money for. And then just started taking off. You were like, all right, bet. Yeah, do you finally? <laughs> thank you for doing what the fuck you were supposed to do when we signed you, gave you all that damn money. I mean, I feel like the first year. with like, with ah, Gilmore yeah. and every other player in the Patriots that's doing well, it's really tough to acclimate yourself to a system where, you know, like the, the Patriots are different from a lot of teams because they don't really build anything around you as a, as an individual player you kind of have to like fit into the system that's it and 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 you know like there's it takes time you know what i mean like for example i think Nikhil harry fits in perfect because i mean the fact that he was injured and he had the time to be in practice and kind of run back and forth and see like little things i think it was perfect i think that touchdown catch that he had was every bit of his tutelage used to his advantage he runs good routes. He's big, and he knows how to get the jump ball. So what did they do? They gave him an intermediate route, put him on the outside, threw the ball to the outside shoulder. He boxed out the corner and caught the touchdown. So I feel like Patriots are good for that. It's either you're going to do it this way, or we can just ship you to another team. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> yeah, but then Gilmore, I always felt like Gilmore was a decent corner. You know what I mean? And like even when they talk about him in college, I mean, you got to think about it. Alshon Jeffrey 
was easily like a top three, top five receiver in the nation. And that's who that man was going up against in practice every day. Like, you're not going to be trash, bro. I'm right. sorry, dog. Like, if you're going up against a, a, a superior athlete, which Alshon Jeffrey is, I don't think, you, I don't think you're trash. I oh, don't. Easily. You know what I mean? So even, even when he was struggling, I, I always had a little bit of faith, of faith that he was going to come around. And I think he's just come around. I think, like, it, it works for him. You know yeah. what I mean? They keep him where he's at. He plays physical football. They don't really bother him. There's times where he's literally one-on-one and the rest of the field is in zone. Like, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they they literally, like, they're fitting him in the system. Because even now, he plays zone. What makes the Patriots so difficult, and even if you look at the pick, for example, the pick wasn't on Cooper. The pass wasn't going to Cooper. He was man-to-man on Cooper, saw the throw, and jumped off man, went into zone to make the pick. So that's why the Patriots defense is so difficult because they're throwing not only a different, like different looks at you, but the way they do man, it almost looks like they're running a cover four, but they're not. They're, they just know how to jump these routes. They know these route combinations. They watch film. They know how to bait you. You know what I mean? He literally did the same thing Marcus Peters did in his pick against um, the Rams. You know what I mean? Where you bait him and, and you look like your man. You're going to jump this route. Wait for you to release the ball. I'm on this route. You know what I mean? So I just think that's just really good coaching, man. Right. Like they just have top-notch coaching. And that's that's irreplaceable. Like some of the best teams in the league right now, not even some, all of the best teams in the league right now, they're amazingly coached. There's not one team right now that's like a top team, like a team that you're considering as a Super Bowl contender that's got a trash coach. Because I don't consider the Cowboys a Super Bowl contender at this play at at this point in time. No, they're not. not in the beginning of the year. Bro, it's like it's like people been saying, bro. They're literally a team with nine and two talent with a two and nine coaching staff. So, shout out to the Patriots, man. <laughs> shout out to the Patriots. Uh, no bias. I feel you. Um, Sunday night football: the San Francisco 49ers beat the Green Bay Packers thirty-seven to eight. That 49ers defense is scary. That front seven, boy. Yeah, that front seven is something serious. Holy shit. They're just special. Like There's there's really not much else you can say about them. There's just a, that's a special unit there. There was on Aaron Rodgers every you, single. You got to give John day. Lynch credit for, for building up that defense. Um, it was scary. Whew. Don't they, don't they look the similar? Don't they look scarily similar to, I don't know, the 2004 Buccaneers? You mean 2002? Was it 2002? I'm sorry. Yeah, when they went to the Super Bowl? Yep. Yes, sir. That front. It's scary, scary similar, bro. They got really good corner play. Super, right? and they're super they got, aggressive. <clears throat> they have reliable safety fast. play. They're so and they're, fast. They, yeah, exactly. They're dumb aggressive. They're so fast. The boys move. Yeah. Every play. <laughs> the boys move. Every defense, fucking play. Like, it's like watching the play in fast motion. Like, <laughs> them niggas move, bro. Like, that's going to be a tough matchup for Lamar. Because if any defense can calm him. Because what's crazy, people don't even realize the Patriots had the best defense of outing against Lamar this year. Yeah. But so if any other, I, I would see if any other defense could have that kind of 
success against them, it would be the Niners. I'm super excited. Well, well, the thing the thing about it is, is like it would have to be the Niners because the the reason why the Patriots couldn't keep, um, the reason why they couldn't keep Jackson contained was because they lack speed in the linebacker in the second level of the ball. Their linebackers are skilled, but they're not that fast. Whereas the 49ers, they got some speed at the linebacker now. They, I mean, they got speed on the D-line. So I think, like, they have the tutelage or, well, they have the players to really, like, make it happen. Right. If you uh, ask me anyway. I feel you. And then, uh, finally, Monday Night Football, the Baltimore Ravens beat the Rams 45-6. to Lamar Jackson continues to make history. MVP. Uh, may, he's the, the first person in NFL history to throw for five touchdowns in their Monday Night Football debut. Um, <clears throat> he really kind of had his way with the team. Um, uh, after the game... Go ahead, P. Well, before you finish, he's also the first player to, I think, pass for 3,000 yards yep. and rush for over 1,500 yep. in his first two years. Absolutely. Um, he's officially the fastest quarterback in Madden history. Yes, sir. Boy just, really? That boy passed Vic. Yep. Um, so what's his speed now? Probably like a 88 bit, 90 bit, 92. Probably like shit. a 92 or 93. Some crazy shit like that. That is impressive. Um, so after the game, Eric Weddle, who plays for the Rams, um, he was talking about Lamar Jackson, and basically what he had to say was, I think we all can agree, maybe not at this point in his career, but at one time, Eric Weddle was either elite or right things. on the... Yeah, I was about to say. That's what, no, he's elite. Okay, that was I know. Some best people best would, you know, say... Low-key, right, low he's not that far out of there. Like, he's yeah, still no, a Pro Bowl-esque type of safety, to be so, honest. He should have gave them boys... He was definitely elite for, like, three he years. He should have right. gave them boys some clues on the Ravens. So, he's, got, so yeah, he's elite, like and on top of that... We we know his football IQ is probably off the oh, charts. You have IQ to be when you're playing that position there. at an elite level. Those DBs aren't the reason they got their ass eight up thirty four to something, whatever that score was. So one of his quotes in his presser afterwards was, "Honestly, not even gonna lie to you, half the time I didn't know who had the ball." And that's, that's how, wow, that's crazy. When half the time you have no idea who who has the ball. Is it Lamar? Is it Mark? Is it out to Marquise already? Like, nah, he be moving. He he moves too fast, bro. It it's awesome watching him play. He moves. It really. Too fast. Is. I think I think that alone shows you like the defenses that gave him any issues at all. I think it shows you how good those defenses really are. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, that's what I'm saying. The, deep, the people were talking all this shit about the Patriots defense. They showed a, a clip of all the great defensive coaches he played, and the Patriots did the best job yeah, out of yeah. any defense so far. And that's what I'm trying to tell people: like it was. Well, that, that game, that special. game was close. I mean, that to be honest with you, you take away, you take away a couple of turnovers. I mean, you can make an argument that the Patriots could have won that game. No, they could have. Like, well, yeah, no, well, no bull. Yeah, because one of the scores was a fumble return. For they, a they easily could. So. Yeah, exactly. You like take away a couple of turnovers, it's a it's a more competitive game. To be honest, absolutely. The Niners are going to be the closest team. Yeah, I mean the, to, the the Ravens have have you know the luxury of having a very good defense as well, which is what makes them so. Because they got too. three Pro Bowl corners yes. on their shit. Speaking of one of them. Marcus Peters was ready to bump mm -hmm. with Jalen Ramsey He's after like, the game. You not you ain't a Ram for real. That shit was funny. Fuck that. He was talking hella shit after he got his pick. Yeah, he was on the sideline talking shit while yeah, Jalen Ramsey was, he was, was yelling at Yeah, he was like Jalen, Jalen, yeah. 
Yeah. He's selling not. Yeah, I guess that out. I guess that continued back into towards the locker room area. Yes, um, sir. But yeah, we we know Marcus Peters is about that life. He's he's kind of been about about that. No, Marcus Peters had to get them boys something. That's probably making Eric Weather look crazy. He should have probably gave up some info. Bro. The fact the fact that he got that pick, like you couldn't you couldn't strip that. Ooh, and that was a nice was snag too. Oh, yeah, that was snapped. a nice snag. He's not, he was out there looking like me. <laughs> He's out here looking like me, boy. I was like, oh, shit, that's some shit I would do. Stop, boy. All right. So um, I guess before we get into the the picks, Nels, you briefly wanted to talk about something? So the thing that, that I wanted to discuss, again, and, and I feel like I always have to bring this up because, you know, I, I think people get the ideology of quarterback misconstrued. And I'm honest. Honestly, there's a lineage of quarterbacks that I have to blame for this. I blame Peyton Manning. I blame Tom Brady of 07-08. I blame Cam Newton. I blame uh, Patrick Mahomes for sure. I blame Aaron Rodgers. Right. I blame these guys because everybody thinks in order for you to be a good quarterback, even Russell Wilson to a certain extent, you have to put up these super video game esque numbers. Right. Like even if, for example. Like Lamar. Lamar threw five touchdowns, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But what people don't realize is, is he played that game within the system. That's number one. Um, number two, he had 196 yards passing because the defense did his job and kept the field short. So he didn't do the most. Right. He allowed for the running the runners to do their job. He also ran for about 80, 90 yards. So it wasn't like he gave you this super spectacular statistical game. He threw five touchdowns. I'm going to give him that. Could have ran for one. I will give him that. The touchdowns, I will give. The numbers, not so much. But I'm saying all this to say this. For people to say that Tom Brady didn't play a part in them beating the Cowboys is absolutely asinine to me. I I read it on on Twitter and all that stuff. And again, I'm saying this from a completely unbiased standpoint. I'm going to say it from a guy who coaches football standpoint. Guys, first and foremost, your quarterback needs to be able to keep the game consistent. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, the quarterback is the only player on the field that sees the ball at least, at least 60, 70% of the time. Right. I mean, on offense, he touches the ball every time. So your quarterback is crucial. I just want to throw some things out there. Brady had at his disposal... Julian Edelman, who is his best receiver, and let's be honest, as much as we love Juju, we know, well, there's a Juju Smith-Schuster, but as much as we love Julian Edelman, we know that on a on a stacked team, he's your number three receiver. He's playing your slot. Mm-hmm. He might be a number two, but for the Patriots system, we're going to put him at number one. But for, for the longest, he wasn't even a number one receiver for, for, the, for the way the things were set up, but he's a number one now. He has two rookies that weren't even drafted. He has another rookie that just came off IR, and he's got two tight ends who, God bless their soul, they're kind of past their prime and can't really catch. So his best receiver technically is James White from the running back position. He's just now getting some pieces back. So that offense is very depleted. Right. Sometimes as a quarterback... You can't force something that you don't trust. So you take the check down, you throw the ball away, you take sacks, and you rely on your defense. If you have a good team and you have a good defense, you make things a lot easier for the defense. 
when offenses have to drive long. Now, don't get it twisted. The Cowboys move the ball down the field. But when you're driving the ball 80 yards, 90 yards, 70 yards, that takes a toll on your total fatigue. Don't think Brady didn't have a part to play in that. You know what I mean? Like keeping the Mm -hmm. team out of certain field positions, not necessarily always taking a sack, throwing the ball away. Yeah, he's game managing. But I got to be real with you as a coach. I'll take a game manager, especially if I got a defense that can get me some wins. Because that what you're telling me is all I got to do is just tell my punter, yo, just keep us inside the 20. He's doing what he has defense, to do right now. The, yeah, the defense will take us home. And remember what I told you. I don't, I don't know if you, if you guys remember this, Buddha and Dylan. But you remember I told you what makes the Patriots so great as far as like game planning and playing the field position thing. You know that the Cowboys scored on more possessions than the Patriots. Yeah. They did technically. It's either three and three or two and two. I mean three and three or three and two, but the, the Cowboys scored on their possessions. They just couldn't get into the end zone. Right, which has been shown to be very difficult. You you see what I'm saying? So like at the end of the day, like even on that last drive, like I understand the tripping hold shouldn't have been like called or whatever the case may be. Amari Cooper dropped the but like I told but like I told all like I told all Cowboy fans, and I appreciate them for being honest, Cowboy fans were actually honest this week. So they're they're definitely above Dolphin fans Amari, forever. Amari, I asked them, I was like, I was like, listen to me. I said, let's just say that that tripping call wasn't given. Do you guys really think that y'all would have driven down the field and scored on us? They were like, oh, absolutely not. So they were like, but it would have been just nice. It would have been just nice to have that chance to. And I was like, mm. I feel that. That I can agree with. It'd be nice you understand know what I'm saying? Time. But mm-hmm. But Brady definitely played a part, right? It takes a certain amount of experience. It takes a certain amount of leadership. It takes a certain amount to sit there and be like, you know what? As much as I'd love to throw four or five touchdowns, right now we just need one. And honestly, I think we can sit on that and and just keep getting field goals. Let's not do the most, right? Let's we're playing for play. we're let's playing. Let's waste time. Let's let's waste. Let's go for this run game. You it's know what rain. I'm saying? Let's give. Let's give Sony Michelle 20 carries and let's give the other running backs 10 carries. Like, I don't, we'll it's just raining. throw the ball and, and hit these check downs the and let's just keep the ball in horrible. bounds. The weather was right. Horrible. And then here is where I was disappointed in the Cowboys. The Cowboys would have won that game if they gave Zeke like 40 touches. Mm-hmm. Zeke should have been a whole offense. I don't think they would have won that game. But. I think they would have won. Zeke, Zeke was, was averaging per touch. Zeke was averaging five six yards. The one weakness that the Patriots have is a running back that finishes with power. Ingram gave us issues. Chubb gave us issues, and Zeke is right along that. And Zeke was giving us issues. Third and two, third and three, third and four. You could book it that they were going to get the first down. Give the ball to Zeke. They're going to get a first down. Yeah, but he had a okay every first down game. they got was with Zeke. Considering that you're going against the number one defense in the league, I think you had a decent game. Big facts. Big facts. All right. So, moving right along, um, right into the picks. There are actually three teams that can clinch a playoff spot. So, it is that time of year. Bye weeks are done. Teams are clinching playoffs. Um, those three teams are the Patriots, the Saints, and the 49ers. Can we can clinch. just now clinch a playoff spot? Yes. What the fuck? Well, you got to realize 
the uh, Bills were only two games behind y'all. Exactly. Damn, we could make the playoffs. We got 10 wins already. <laughs> Niggas talk about so we could just not clinch. Yeah, so you guys can clinch a playoff versus this is even the division. You can clinch the playoffs Man. with a win and an Oakland loss. Division R. Or a win and a Pittsburgh loss. So, and then there's other combinations if you guys tie and then other teams lose and stuff like that. But anyways, but those are the only ones that matter. Uh, The Saints can clinch the NFC South with a win or a tie and a Carolina loss. Um, And then the 49ers can clinch the playoffs, not their division, with a win and a Rams loss or a tie and a Rams loss. Rams, I need y'all to beat the Ravens so people can understand these boys human. All right. Um, so that being said, because if the Rams lose, niggas gonna be. Sick. We will get right into the picks now. This is Thanksgiving week, so we have three games on Thursday. Uh, we'll start things out with. I can't wait to eat cereal and watch these games. <laughs> the, the five and six Bears at the three seven and one Lions. Um, uh, I think it's still Driscoll playing quarterback, so I'm gonna go Bears. Yeah, I feel bad for Bears. Bears is going to take that. Bears got that. Let's go with the Bears, baby. Drixel ain't it. Ain't never been it. Up next, the 8-3 Bills at the 6-5 Cowboys. I've been debating this game. Bills. I am going Bills. And defense going to eat. Well, you know, as of right now. They got linebackers. Mm Mm-hmm. As of right now, the Cowboys have yet to beat a team with a winning record. I think it continues now. And I got the Bills. Oh, any given Sunday, badass boy. <laughs> and then Thursday night football, the nine and two Saints at the three and eight Falcons. I'm going Saints. Watch the Falcons put up Saints. Watch the Falcons put up forty. Do you remember, Zero. like, for the last? Do you remember for the last like three years, this game used to be a big deal, and now it's kind of like whatever. Because for the last three years, not only was it a big deal, but it was like a forty-five to forty-three. <laughs> right. <laughs> Them niggas would just go back and forth throwing the facts, just launching the ball. But now it's like I can't. I can't Falcons. wait till I can't wait till Cam Newton's playing in the in the South the again is, next year for either the Falcons or the Bucks. Hey, no wait. cap. I feel like if a team has a trash coach, you shouldn't talk shit about no player on that team. Except for Matt Ryan. Except for the quarterback. He's throwing, he's throwing the ball. But shouldn't nobody else get talked shit about? Right. Because uh, Dan Quinn, your booty. Booty me. Um, the 4-7 and seven Jets at the 0-11 Bengals. Bengals are going back to starting Andy Dalton. I don't think it's going to matter. I got the Jets winning this game. The Bengals are starting Andy Dalton? Yep. I mean, it's Tyler Boyfriend to eat. But, yeah, they're going to lose. The Jets' defense is something serious. I feel like they. I got. I got Jets. I wonder if I should start in Jets fantasy this week. That might be a good idea. Um, The six and five Titans at the six and five Colts is a very important game for both of these teams as they're in the hunt for the playoffs. I got the Colts. I feel like they got a better. I think their linebackers are going to control Derrick Henry the way the last team didn't. I'm going to go Titans. Where is it at? It's at the Colts. T.Y. going to eat this game. And I feel like those, those linebackers are going to eat. And Derrick Henry's not going to have the game he had, which is going to not have them have the game they had. Because they don't have receivers. Right. They really won that game off running. That's and it. you're not about to just run through the Colts this year. I'm going to go with the Colts simply because um, Matt got hurt, but Williams filled in beautifully for him. So... Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna oh, go Jamal, Colts. Oh yeah, and, that nigga made me beat Ruben this week. And oh, perfect. Exactly. And to just add on more to what I was saying, um, I'm not going to take too long, five seconds. That's the reason why they, the same reason why they hate, not hate, but why they don't like Brady's playing style is the same way why they feel like Jacoby Brissett ain't going to do what they think he's going to do. Jacoby literally plays his game like Tom Brady. He takes, he takes what the defense gives him. And he and he just he plays with what he has. You know, it's it's crazy how he people was, don't think that would be successful. Like you don't think that playing the way a six-time champion would play is the right way to play. Just like they don't. Just like people don't think the way to page Like I don't. I hate that I don't see enough teams emulating the way the Patriots run their team. Because it's, it's hard to get players to buy into it. Well, then it's gonna be hard to win. <laughs> exactly, but that, but that, that's all. That's all I wanted to say, Buddha. I just wanted right. to say, like, a lot of people don't think about that with Jacoby Brissett. Like, Jacoby just dead. He's not flashing that when he was balling. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing about it is, is, when he was balling, he had a healthy receiving core. He does it now. Oh yeah, he don't. Um, he don't. Same thing with Brady. The five and six Eagles at the two and nine Dolphins. Eagles. Why the Dolphins Eagles. doing that work? But I'm gonna go with Eagles. I was going to give him that work, And trash-ass Carson Wentz, but disappointing. Uh, the 8-3 Packers at the 2-9 and nine Giants. The Packers. Packers. Bro, Aaron Rodgers, bro, please. This is going to be a I'm game. Thinking Aaron about, Rodgers is going to go off this game because of what think, happened last week. You would yeah. think. You would bro, that think, Giants defense is nothing like that. I feel you. You would defense. think he would. I'm telling you now. I'm thinking about starting Nick Foles over his ass this year because I need thirty. You I need I need four. If I I don't need a two twenty five two touchdown game out of Aaron Rodgers. Like you gotta throw four. You gotta throw four five hundred yards. You gotta throw four five touchdowns. It's the Giants. I think the Packers win, and I think Rodgers has a big game. He yeah. needs to, bro. Like, Personally, he needs to for me. Um, <laughs> oh, I forgot to say what the our records were for last week's picks. My bad. Um, no, you won the week. You went twelve and two. Dylan went eleven and three. I went ten and four. Um, nice. So the we have the five and six Browns at the six and five Steelers. I'm going Browns. Browns. No cap. Uh was getting ahead of Browns. Steelers. Steelers. Steelers are too. They're too rat out right now. Yep, and starting an undrafted rookie quarterback. Um, the two and nine Redskins at the five and six Panthers. Panthers. Um, Panthers, Panthers, bro. Christian McCaffrey is angry. Yep. The four, the four and seven Bucks at the four and seven Jags. 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 Nick Foles got to have a big game. Nick Foles needs to have a big game. He, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bucks. Um, game of the week: the ten and one 49ers at the nine and two Ravens. Lamar. Lamar. No, where is it at? It's in it's in Baltimore. It's in Baltimore. It's in Baltimore. Yep. Oh fuck. Yeah, Lamar. Well, I'm gonna if it wasn't for if it wasn't San Fran, I'd have said San Fran, but it's it's gonna be Lamar, Baltimore. The six and five Rams at the three seven and one Cardinals. The Rams. Oh, I'm really tempted to go Cardinals here. The Rams. The Cardinals don't got enough defense, bro. Yeah, but the Rams haven't been able to do anything offensively. I mean, they did just play the Ravens. That's facts. This is true. They did just play the Ravens. Like, they weren't supposed to do anything offensively. And they just got Brandon Cooks back. 
The, the Cardinals have absolutely no defense. Now you got to deal with Brandon Cooks and Cooper Cup. And, okay, okay, you saw me. Robert I'm going Williams. Rams. Okay, Robert I got Williams. you. I got you. I got you. Now's what you do. I'm gonna go Rams. Enough. Uh, the four and seven Chargers at the three and eight Broncos. Chargers. Chargers. Derwin James is coming back this week. True. Chargers. The six and five Raiders at the seven and four Chiefs. Chiefs. Chiefs, I need Mahomes to have him a big game, baby. I don't. But you're going Chiefs. <laughs> what do you, he don't even need Mahomes to have a big game. I'm not be in the playoffs talking about something he needs to have a big game. You going Chiefs? Um. Yeah, I'll go Chiefs. I was about to say. I know you're not about to take the Raiders. So Why am not? Bro, Mahomes ain't having a Mahomes year. Sunday night football. Just take them. This ain't last the year. The ten and one Patriots at the seven and four Texans. Who about to kill them? Patriots. I, I'm going to go gonna Patriots, but game. I don't know if we're going to kill them. It's going to be a close game. No, that's the Texans. We're about to kill them. The boy's good for it. Monday night football. The 8-3 and three Vikings at the 9-2 and two Seahawks. These games are important because this is about seeding in the playoffs. Um, I'm going to go Seahawks. Ooh, I want to go Vikings. Uh, hold on. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to go Vikings because I think it's going to be defense on defense, and I think the Vikings got enough to pull this off on defense. So I'm going Vikings. I'm going Seahawks. I'm going to go... I'm going to go with Vikings. Okay. All right. Moving on. Uh, since we kind of went over time with that, I'm just going to quickly recap WWE real quick. Um, the NXT pay-per-view was really good. Uh, Finn Balor beat Matt Riddle. Pete Dunne won his triple threat match to be number one contender. Um, the women's war games match was won by team uh, Shayna Baszler. Uh, because of a heel turn by Dakota Kai um, and kind of basically... Well, actually, no, it wasn't. Sorry. Yeah. Team Rhea Ripley won. My bad. They overcame the 4-2 the to two, uh, handicap and, and won. Um, and then the men's war game, Team Ciampa won against Undisputed Era with a very crazy table spot from the top of the cage. So that yeah, I saw awesome. that. That was crazy. That was fucking awesome. Uh, Kevin Owens uh, made his return to NXT. However, he is not on their roster. On their roster because he's back on Raw. Um, I'll get to that real quick in a second. Uh, Survivor Series, I think overall was a good pay per view. It was fun to watch. I didn't like some of the booking decisions they had. Like the way some of these people were eliminated from the tag matches was kind of bullshit. Um, I mean, you can't have everybody be pinned. No, I no, I feel you. I feel you. I feel like, but like some of the people that I felt should have got shine didn't. Like how Walter was the first guy eliminated from the men's. I was like, damn. Like I feel like they size Walker because you're Walter because he's NXT UK. Right. No, I feel like, you. That's the only reason. I feel like they didn't size him. The crowd loves him. And I feel like the crowd loves him yeah. just because of the fact that he's not on the spot. The, the he doesn't get the spotlight he deserves. Right. And uh, but I, yeah, that was the only one I didn't really agree with. But everything else, I was like, ah, I yeah, everything know. else was cool. I thought the main event was underwhelming with the Ooh. women. I thought that was, like the yeah, way it finished, I, 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 I was, was expecting like Ronda Rousey to get involved or something like yeah, that because they mentioned her a couple times during the build up to it. I, I don't know, and it just kind of fell flat. Like it, it, I'm super happy NXT got a ton of shine throughout the pay per view, but that's um, what I liked. I was about to say NXT got off. Yeah, 
Yeah. But the thing is, what we, what, what, what got, we realize uh, is NXT was damn near the entire pay per view, the whole damn roster. Yep. Every, yeah, everybody, everybody, the whole pay per roster was basically NXT. But um, just to recap some of the matches from the main card uh, Adam Cole beats uh, uh, Pitt, Pete Dunn in a very good match. That was probably the match of the night oh, um, for the man. NXT title. Uh, the Fiend defended his title against Daniel Bryan. Uh, Brock Lesnar defended his title against Rey Mysterio, although that was a good match, That was a too. really good match. Yeah, they no, did Dominic really got job. involved, hit him with Brock, a double six Brock does a really good job when he fights these smaller guys. I, I think he prefers those matches because he can really like have fun and sell. He doesn't really sell for bigger guys, but he'll sell for these small dudes, um, which is cool. Um, the women's uh, elimination tag match was won by Team NXT. Um, and the men's elimination tag match was run, won by Team SmackDown. Uh, the tag team triple threat match was won by the Viking Raiders. The mid-card champions, um, Roderick Strong beat Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles, which was dope. And the, uh, the women's championship triple threat was won by Shayna Baszler. Um, those picks for I combined our picks from the NXT Takeover and Survivor Series. Uh, I went eight and four. Dylan went seven and five. Nels, you went six and six. Um, yes, sir. So then Monday Night Raw. It looks like Seth Rollins is having himself a heel turn. Uh, he referenced to wanting to make Raw great again, which got a lot of heat from the crowd. He said, "Make <laughs> Raw great about. again." Yes, he said he wanted to make Raw great again. Um, and, That's what I'm talking about. And it looks about. like he's starting a feud with Kevin Owens. Um, so it looks like Kevin Owens is going to be the top face on, on Monday Night Raw. Uh, which I think is good because his character has a lot more personality to it. And I think Rollins is just a better heel in general. Um, yeah. So that's it. That's all I got. Moving on. All right. Good job, bro. Thanks. That was well done. All right. So we're going to move on to the NCAA. All right, NCAA. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was a pretty basic week. You're a basic um, week. Got him. You done? <laughs> All right. So, I mean, I think for the most part, I think this week was a week with one upset. <clears throat> and that was the Ball Slayers. The Ball Slayers actually got slayed. Um, they lost by a touchdown to Navy, 35-28. to 28. Um, Appalachian State beat Texas State, as they should have, 35-13. USC destroyed UCLA, 52-35. Oh, that was, definitely not the, um, that was definitely not the only upset. There was a big upset in the top 10. There was? Yeah. That I missed? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah I, did, were, I did, I did, I did, I did. FIU also I'm beat sorry, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch, I didn't watch that game. I'm going to talk about FIU-UM, of course. I didn't see that game because that was all, that was in the West Coast. It was a late, late game. Go ahead, though. I didn't see that one. Good call, though. Um, No, you're good. Good correction. Um, Iowa State beat Kansas 41-31. That was actually a good game. Um, Oklahoma State beat West Virginia. West Virginia appears to be, like, right there. They're just missing a couple of pieces, but 20-13, they kept it very competitive, especially, uh, I mean, they were at home, so it's it's always a a tough thing to go into West Virginia win. That's always a... uh, Hostile um, environment. Uh, Boise State beat Utah State uh, 56-21. Cincinnati beat Temple in a very close game 15-13. Memphis beat USF 49-10. Of course. 
You have uh, Iowa beating Illinois in a very close game, 19 to 10. Shout out to Levy Smith doing good work over there in Illinois, having them boys bowl uh, bowl uh, certified, and 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 they're playing good football over there. So he was about to lose that job too this year, but he he definitely did what he had to do to keep it. Um, Notre Dame beat Boston College in a in a rivalry game. Didn't really look like a rivalry game. It was 40 to seven. Auburn beat Samford 52 to zero. Baylor beat Texas 24 to 10. This was a very emotional game for the Baylor quarterback because his whole family has played in Texas, but Texas did not offer him. So he went to Baylor. Um, yeah, real talk. He was where, like a where is Baylor, by the way? In Texas. Oh, it's in okay. Waco, Texas. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So he was supposed to be like a fourth or third generation Longhorn, and they did not offer him. Um, yeah, Michigan beat Indiana 39-14. That was supposed to be an upset alert, but Indiana did not show up. Um, Wisconsin beat Purdue 45-24. Minnesota beat Northwestern 38-22. Oklahoma beat TCU in a really close game, 28-24, which I think in the long run, in the long run hurt Jalen Hurts a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. Um, let's see. Utah beat Arizona 35-7. Um, Oregon in the big upset to Arizona State. Shout out to Herm Edwards. That's like his third upset of the season. Um, so they're playing good ball over there. Uh, Alabama beat Western Carolina 66-3. Um, UGA beat Texas A&M 19-13, giving them another standout win, which solidifies them even more going into the SEC Championship. All they got to do is get past Georgia Tech, and they'll they'll be good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, Ohio State played a very tough game and beat Penn State twenty eight to seventeen. Really good quality win for them. Justin Fields did what he had to do. Uh, I think that helps him in the Heisman I, go, in the Heisman go ahead. I do just want to say this was my first time this season being able to watch um, an Ohio State game like just fully like without any distraction or anything like that. That man Chase Young is a beast. Holy shit, man! Like, yeah, he's a beast. That man is everywhere on every single play. Yeah, that man. That man is absolutely a beast. Super. If impressed. you're a defensive player, yeah. If you're a defensive player that's on the Heisman list, yeah. Super impressed. Yeah, you, he's that. He's that guy for sure. Um, Shout out to that Proof LSU that fight that almost broke out with them boys in the beginning. Yeah, they got chippy. Um, LSU continues their winning ways, fifty-six to twenty. LSU becomes the first team. I think either in a really long time or ever to have a 4,000-yard passing quarterback, 2,000-yard receivers, and a 1,000-yard running back. Mm-hmm. They got a 2,000-yard receiver? Yep. Yes, sir. Damn. Yes, sir. They're dominant right now, bro. Dominant. And they've had a tough schedule. Speaking of schedules, I just wanted to go over something with you guys before I went over the rankings. Um you know, I am a little disappointed in what Alabama has going on. Um, uh, Nick Saban went on record saying that uh, saying that um, the Auburn Tigers is going to be the best team that they've seen this season. Didn't you just lose the LSU? So it made me it made me want to go. Well, yeah, the toughest. I mean, obviously LSU, but. You know, you knew what he was trying to get at. I just wanted to go over their record. Not their record. I wanted to go over their schedule real quick. Just so you guys can get a good ideology of, of what they got going That's on. Like Number really one. everybody. Like, he didn't just play. They played, they played Duke, New Mexico State, South Carolina, Southern Miss, Ole Miss, 
Texas A&M, Tennessee, Don't Arkansas, LSU, nobody. Mississippi State, Western Carolina, and now Auburn in the last game of the year. They played three oh, ranked Auburn teams. Um, and, I mean, the average is over, like, 12 because Auburn is 15 and Texas A&M is 24. So, I mean, Wow. And and this is the team that we're calling like one of the better teams this season. I just don't see it, but it is what it is. Um, I'm gonna go into the college football playoff rankings, and then I wanted to give you guys a little for a little forecast, if you will, going into rivalry weekend as well as championship weekend. Um, at 25, you got App State still sticking at 25, even though they're 10 and one. They're just not. They just don't have the strong schedule to push into the top 20. I think they stay at 25, um, regardless of what happens. Um, Virginia Tech is in there for the first time at number 24. They've been playing some really impressive football as of late. Iowa State's at 23. Southern California's at 22. Oklahoma State's at 21. Boise State's at 20. Cincinnati's at 19. Memphis is at 18, holding it down as the highest group of five ranking. Again, I think Memphis and Cincinnati play each other potentially in the American Athletic Conference Championship game. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure them two play each other. So I don't think they're going to stay 18-19 for long. Um, Iowa's at 17. Notre Dame is at 16. Um, Auburn is at 15. Um, Oregon is at 14. University of Michigan's at 13. Wisconsin's at 12. University of Florida's at 11. Penn State is at 10. Um, Baylor is at number 9. Minnesota's at number 8. With um, University of Oklahoma's at number 7. University of Utah's at number 6. Um, then you have the University of Alabama at number five, University of Georgia at number four, Clemson University at number three, LSU at number two, and Ohio State leapfrogs LSU at number one, considering that they beat a higher ranked team. I think they might have beat, um, they've beaten more higher ranked opponents than uh, LSU has, even though LSU has Alabama under their belt. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that I did want to make a mention to is that... Um, um, I obviously see, I don't think LSU and Georgia ends up being in the top four. That's what I feel, think that be, one of them is going to beat I each feel, other out. Well, that's what like I'm the, saying. I feel like the only way they do is if LSU loses. That that would be the only way. I don't think if LSU we were we were talking right, about this before and, and we started, and that's bullshit, I don't man. Think I, hate that. I don't think if LSU loses. Here's a couple of things. Here's a couple of things to consider, though. Here's a couple of things to consider. And this is what I was saying as far as like getting a a, a, a broadcast or whatever in. Um, so as far as as far as the other championships are concerned, this is where things get a little interesting, right? Because now um you have you still have two more champions that we haven't taken into account. Remember, it's a group of five. Um well, this is the power five conference, which is the um, Big Ten, the SEC, the ACC, the Big 12, and the Pac-12. Um, and what, what you have here is you still have the Big 12 championship and the Pac-12 championship, which hasn't been taken into account, right? Um, so the Pac-12 championship is looking like it could potentially be, um, it could potentially be Utah, and I believe, I believe Oregon, as of right now, if the standings stay the same, which, I mean, if Utah wins out... If Utah beats Oregon, they got to go to number five. Yeah, if Utah, if Utah wins out, that is a team that you, you, ha- you would have to consider 
for for that top for that top uh they're, four seeding. Are they undefeated? They're they're seven, they're ten and one. Um I'm not too sure who their one loss is against. See, that's the thing though. I, if if if, that's if Bama only has one loss, bro, they're gonna put Bama I'm in. I'm trying to dog. tell you the only they lost to USC. The only way I think I think that the best chance of Alabama not getting in, Oklahoma would have to win out. Oklahoma beats Baylor again and gets that Big 12 championship because that's a championship game. You know, Big 12 doesn't do like east, west, north, or south or whatever. They do uh, the first first place team plays the second place team. So that's Oklahoma and Baylor. So if one of those teams wins the championship, I mean, you can argue that they should be a top four seeding because if Baylor wins... Baylor only lost to Oklahoma, which was a loss that they avenged. And, what's and Oklahoma, Oklahoma lost against TCU, against okay. a very hot... I mean, not TCU. Was it TCU? No, yeah, Kansas, State, Kansas State, which was a very hot Kansas State at that time. So there's arguments that although Alabama's at number five, the fact that Alabama's not playing a championship game this season has to be something to look into. You have to, you have to look into that. You have I just, to. I just personally, I think it's bullshit that they count the championship games because it's not fair in a situation where it, who knows Bama doesn't have to play a game and if Georgia loses all of a sudden Bama just takes their spot because they didn't even qualify for the championship game so Georgia gets punished because they were allowed to play in a championship game and lost and that's bullshit to me they shouldn't it's not it's not fair to count that bro like I don't I don't like that rule at all I feel like the only way that happens is, like you said, Baylor. I mean, I guess Oklahoma would have a chance if they win, but I think that's just a lot of factors I, that have to come into play. I think if LSU loses the NFSCC championship, I think LSU goes to four instead of five because LSU now becomes a one-loss team, and there's no with way the win you, over Bama. Yeah, with the win over Bama, um, there's no way that you would put LSU behind Bama, right? In the standings. In the championship game, so I feel like if Georgia were to mess around and pull up this upset against LSU in the SEC championship, then it'll become Ohio State one, Georgia two, or even Georgia three, Clemson two, and then LSU would top it out at four, I believe. Yeah, I feel like that's what will happen. Unless, but if LSU wins, then Bama might finesse. But if LSU loses, I think LSU goes to four. There's no way they kick LSU out. Who does Clemson play in their championship game? Somebody trash. Um, I would believe that would be Virginia Tech. Because I'm wondering if I'm wondering if Georgia were to win, if Clemson were to go to four, they move Georgia up to two, two. and then LSU back to three. I think if Georgia loses, if LSU loses and and Clemson wins, then LSU has to go behind Clemson. Then. Clemson has a loss. Oh, actually, does Clemson have a actually, loss? Actually, it's it's funny that you mentioned this. This has, I mean, has it's Clemson not necessarily lost? on topic, but it has Clemson lost. No, Clemson no, has not lost. Yeah, so you can't. Yeah, so that means Clemson. If so Clemson wins, check this. Yeah, it have to. So check check this out, y'all boys. So we're talking about the ACC championship game. I didn't even realize the team that's gonna play Clemson, the winner of the Coastal Conference, actually comes down to this game. Right now, you have Virginia Tech and Virginia both tied at five and two, with their overall record eight and three. They both won their last three games, and it comes down to Virginia versus Virginia Tech in the Commonwealth Cup rivalry game on Friday at twelve. It's in Virginia. Nice. 
So yeah, I think if Clemson wins that, Clemson goes to three. I mean, if Clemson if Clemson wins out, Clemson's going to get in regardless. But um, be, I, here's here's how I feel about that, that top SEC four. Game. I think here's what I think. I think win or lose, I think LSU is going to get in. Because if they lose to Georgia, I think they still get in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 off just the strength of their schedule. Mm-hmm. If if Georgia wins, LSU Georgia is definitely in. Ohio State wins out, they're in. If Ohio State loses, that pushes I, for Alabama to possibly be in. Yeah, but because, I don't see Ohio because, State losing. Oh, I don't. But I don't how? Put them out how could LSU lose and stay, but Ohio State, an undefeated team, could lose and Bama come in? I don't think that. I don't know. Because they'd be losing. Because because well. Who is um well first they got to get past uh they play Michigan, they play- which I think which which I think they will mm-hmm. which I think they will it's gonna be a good and game. then they play then I believe they would play Minnesota in the championship game if Minnesota wins out That'd which if they lose too. to Minnesota yeah if they lose to Minnesota I don't know if Minnesota is a strong enough team to keep them in the top four should this year it is. this Minnesota been ram- ramsacking niggas this year they have but they lost to Iowa. Who's also a ranked team? And Iowa, Iowa is in the twenties though. But it's a ranked team. Like that's a that's I I'm not. I'm I don't not think I don't think top you. ten has to be. I'm just. I feel you. I'm just saying. I don't think it has anything to do with. I feel like if you play a ranked team, that's a rank that that off rip, like legitimizes you off rip. Like I don't think it has to be I a think, top ten. I don't think it has to be. You don't have to play a top ten team. I feel like if a team goes. So in, I feel like, I feel like if all these teams went out. Right, if Georgia takes an L, Georgia might be at at jeopardy. But I feel like if these teams went out, and then there's a champion in the Big Twelve, I think the Big Twelve champion can get in. But I think this will solidify just how strong winning a championship is. And if they want to keep the championships with any kind of value, then that the the committee that's in charge of choosing the four needs to consider championships. Because what's going to happen is. Is if Alabama gets in again, or if another team gets in again, and they did not win a championship, then it's going to take away from the worth of getting a championship in the first place. Facts. It's pointless because if Alabama gets in, or if Ohio State gets in, or if Georgia gets in, and they didn't win a championship, and they're leapfrogging these other teams that are ten and one, or eleven and zero, or whatever, with a championship, what is the point? But if if Ohio State lost their championship, who would have a championship win that can just take their spot? So it would be potentially LSU, Clemson. No, I'm saying like and you outside got, of the top four. Oh, then probably Oklahoma, maybe Utah if they went out. But I could see a Utah potentially. Yeah, I mean, there's it's going to be interesting. We got to see what happens going into four, championship week. To see how important the the championship is, I think Utah. Um, that was that was good. I think Utah. That was good. I think the way. Um, I think the way Utah's team is, the fact that they're at six right now, I don't think there's nothing they do that's gonna put them in the top four. I think like multiple teams in the top four would have to lose for them to even get. I think if they beat Oregon, if they beat Oregon, they'll get into the top four. So let me move into the Heisman odds for you guys. Um. At number five, shockingly enough, like we've had some movers as far as the Vegas line is concerned. At number five right now, fellas, we have Jalen Hurts. We have Jalen Hurts at number five. Um, I mean, he threw an interception return for a touchdown against TCU. Um, But there's a chance if they pick three, 
he's probably not going to see New York. Um, at number four, you have Chase Young. I mean, come on. I mean, the, the boy the boy balled out. You said it yourself, Buddha. It was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. At number three, you have... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, 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 have, I have my numbers wrong. At number four, you have Jalen Hurts. At number three, you have Chase Young. At number two, you have Justin Fields, who's closed the gap on number one, Joe Burrow. He has closed the gap. It's, it's a lot closer than it was in the past couple of weeks. Justin Fields has definitely balled the fuck out. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I mean, y'all, you, you still ride with Joe Burrow, um, Buddha? Of course. And, and Dylan, you got uh, Justin, Jay right? Fields. Man, I don't know. It's Joe Burrow to lose, but first of all, have some respect. How am I having disrespect? Because Joe Burrow ain't number one right now. He ain't number one in in college playoffs right now. So stop stop disrespecting Justin Fields. Like Justin Fields can't pull a Lamar and just come take that like Lamar taking that from what's his name. Not going to go to that. Yeah, no respect. Nigga could quit to say Lamar could just come in and take Russell Wilson's little shit, but Justin Fields just can't come in and take Joe Burrow's. This is a little shit like it's not the it's not the season MVP. <laughs> Fuck. Justin hey, Fields so about to do exactly I'm what ready. Lamar we're, we're ready for the picks, bro. That's it for NCAA. All right, bet. Um, so to recap, last week we all had the same picks. We all went twenty and two. Bitch. Um, really? Yeah, and the two we got wrong were the two upsets: the SMU game and the Oregon game. Uh, okay. So this week, number 25, App State at Troy. App State. I got App. Dylan. App. Number 24, Virginia Tech at Virginia. Ooh. Virginia Tech at Virginia? Yep. Ooh, Virginia been balling, I boy. I want to call upset alert so bad. I'm go Virginia Tech. I got Virginia. Ooh, wee. I'm going to go Virginia with the upset, baby. Number 23, Iowa State at Kansas State. Iowa State. But that's an upset alert, though. You said Iowa State at Kansas State? Yeah, I'm going to go Kansas State. I'm going to go uh, Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards is at Arizona State. Oh, word. Iowa State? Oh, Iowa yeah. State. Oh, Kansas State. Fuck. Okay. Um, number seven, Oklahoma at number 21, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma. It's going to be a tight game, though. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, that's what I got. Uh, number 20, Boise State at Colorado State. Boise State. Boise. Don't, don't be, hey, watch Colorado State, give them that word. Watch. Number 19, Cincinnati at number 18, Memphis. I got Memphis. Cincinnati at Memphis? Mm-hmm. Mm. One spot away from each other, both 10 and 1. Mm-hmm. I got the Bearcats. I don't know what team that is. It's Cincinnati. Where is it at? Memphis. It's at Memphis. Oh, it's at Memphis? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to go Memphis. And then Dylan's going Cincinnati. Um, 
Number 17, Iowa at Nebraska. Iowa. 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 Number 16, Notre Dame at Stanford. Notre Dame. Notre Dame at Stanford. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Our Lady. Number 5, Alabama at number 15, Auburn. I want to call upset alert on this, too. I do, too, but I'm going to go Alabama. I feel like... I feel like Auburn is about to come give him this work. I got the Auburn Tigers. Ooh. I'm gonna go Auburn also Ooh. because I feel like there's I feel like there's no Tua. I feel like it's gonna be a lot of pressure on that quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be tough, he's gonna man. Fold. And, and it's it's at Auburn, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's gonna fold. I hope Auburn wins, but I'm gonna go Alabama on this. He's gonna fold. Um, Oregon State at number fourteen. Oregon, Oregon, Oregon State, Oregon. Uh, yeah, Oregon. Number one, Ohio State. At number 13, Michigan. Ohio, Ohio, Ohio State. State. Justin Fields. Ohio State. Number 12, Wisconsin. At number eight, Minnesota. I'm going Minnesota. Uh, I'm going to go Minnesota. Uh, who against who again? Wisconsin at Minnesota. Sheesh. What's Wisconsin record right now? Nine and two. Wisconsin. Florida State at number eleven. Florida. 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 Damn. Damn. What you mean, damn? Like this is a hard decision. (laughs) No, no, it's not that. It just oh, it's gonna hurt him to say. It's gonna hurt him to say my team. Don't say my team, bro. Go for your team, bro. You ain't been going for my Very team all heart. year. Don't let it hurt your heart, That's bro. That's not true. Do what's best for That's you. You the, you the risk management. You risk management, bro. Just do it. You've been taking exactly. risks all year. So, so just say Florida if State. It's risk, if it's risk management, that means I manage my risks. No. So you, shut up. So you a hypocrite because you've been um, saying all year you like risk. So why you risk management? May you please? <laughs> yeah, ain't it? Um, It's at Florida. Yes. I mean, to be honest no, with you, Florida State has been playing good pick, ball pick under Odell. Then pick your team. Right, and then, like, the quarterback has been balling out, so I got Florida. Ah, oh, nigga don't trust his team, bro. I got Florida. Team. Rutgers at number 10, Penn State. Penn State. Penn State. Upset alert. <laughs> Penn State. Right. Uh, number 9, Baylor at Kansas. Baylor. Upset alert. Nah, fuck no. Baylor finna kill them boys. By Baylor. Eight. Colorado at number six, Utah. Utah. That's going to be a good game. Utah is going to be a good game. Colorado going to give them that work. Yeah, Utah. Uh, number four, Georgia at Georgia Tech. Georgia. Georgia. They about to, they about to kill that wing T, man. I'm going to Georgia. Yep. Number three. They don't do wing T. They don't do wing T no more. They're in the spread. Oh, shit. Look at them. Number three, Clemson at South Carolina. Clemson. 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 He's been chilling all year. Yep. That boy's been quiet. And Texas A&M at number two, LSU. LSU. Go Tigers. We're in LSU, baby. All right. That's it. That's it. That's it? That's it. All right. Bet that up. So we're going to underrated bars of fame last week for Joel Santana. Um, did you guys know that he was serving a prison sentence? Yeah. Right now? For a gun charge. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Right now. 27 months. Keep it cute, yep. sis. 
So I decided to make my pick, and I'm picking Dipset, Santana's Town. But when this when this Jewel, time, Jewel's dip dip Santana set set when he grip grip cause tech text who you wit wit throw up your set dip set dip set dip set what ow yo I be with a gang of gangs who hang and bang animals orangutans hammers move bangers bang damn it's dude the game has changed I got a whole selection. A whole collection. A whole selection of my whole collection. And I'm big pimping, stick dipping, quick shifting. Listen, this isn't no game. Wait, no damn game in here. Ow. Yeah, the whole bird gang's in here like Kurt Cobain was here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm dangerous, yeah. Brainless, yeah. Stainless, yeah. Aim it, yeah. Bang it, yeah. Y'all some dead motherfuckers. And my diddy pop bars through with city blocks. Hard with the pretty Glock dodging you getting shot. To the bar, hard liquor, get a shot, get a broad, get her hot, get her home, give a cock. Now, go, it's your birthday. Go, go, drink it, girl, it's coming. I know you're thirsty. Harlem's my birthplace, tombstone, dearth place, doomsday, goonsday, Tuesday to Thursday. Jewel's dip, dip, Santana set, set, what he grip, grip. Tech text. Who you wit wit? Throw up your set. Dip set. Dip set. Dip set. What? Ow. Jump This stump, better be move. your shit, bro. I ain't never seen you this hype for a song, boy. Bro, I love that <laughs> song, bro. It blew my mind, like how he was able to just like utilize these syllables and the same sounds and stuff. And although it sounds like it don't make sense when you read it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Joel Santana was on it, bro. I'm te- when I was in high school, you could not tell me nothing about Dipset. Period. Alright. Jump, stomp, move, breathe. We in too deep. Okay. I'm low, low from the blocks again. Popo and the cops again. No homo, but they cocking them. Fofos and glocks in them. They the paparazzi, the livest posse, kamikaze, Nazi, Nazi, copy, poppy. I'm a baller, baller. You're not at all a baller. That's why I scorched your daughter. Left her home, caller, caller. I'm in the low BM, yeah, with your old BM. We smoking osium, trojans, and petroleums. Yeah, and that's just in case the hole is thin. Take it off, bend it over, throw it in, work it, work it. Oops, squirt it, squirt it. Oops, oops the days. Ooh, I'm crazed. Choo-choo train, coca main, Zulu gang. I'm old school like Bambada, no man's hotter. The damn daughter, I jam proper, your man's nada. Obviously, that was Cameron. Obviously, that was Cameron. Shit! <laughs> I'm a Joel's dip, dip. Santana set, set. What he grip, grip. Tech, text. Who you wit, wit. Throw up your set, set. Dip, set, dip, set, dip, set. set. Dip, what? Set. Ow. Ow. And so yeah, that that that's it right there. That, went uh, that that shit went hard as hell, bro. Dipset Santana's town. Underrated bars of fame. We just wrapped up another month, ladies and gentlemen. Let's clap it up. Fantastic. What's the move next um, month? Who? What artist? What artist do you guys want to do next Fab. month? You want to do fabulous? Fab. All right, we'll do fabulous. Fab. All right, so how about this? So since you want to do already fabulous, got a do song. you want to send me the first week? All right, yes. text it to me. F-A-B-O-L-O. Text it to me. I can tell you right now on the air what song. Are we on the air? Tell me. me. I'm raw. That was the first burp on... We haven't had a burp. I just burped. Fabulous, I'm raw. That might be the first burp in Ball's history. 
You said I'm wrong. And Mike. Yes. All right. So that's that's what it is, man. So yeah, we're gonna do that. I'm wrong. Make sure you text that to me so I'm forgetting. Sure. You know, I'll be forgetting stuff. Um, so I mean, with that being said, I mean, I think we can tell them where to reach us at, right? There's nothing left to do. Sure. You look with so, like without right. being said. What? Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, so if they want to hit us up on email, bro, where can they hit us up at? Ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. What about on Instagram? Uh, balls underscore sports underscore podcast. And what about on Le Twitter? Balls underscore podcast. And with that being said, we are done, baby. Hey, Liz, we appreciate y'all for hanging with us one more time. What is this, the 116th time? I'd be losing count. Um, y'all could have been listening to any other podcast in the world, specifically a sports podcast, but you're listening to us, and we appreciate that. Just keep vibing with us, and we're going to keep giving you good material to listen to. With that being said, we out of here. Yeah, bye, hoes. You look like good material we listen to. The fuck? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Silly nigga. Uh, y'all little scallywags.